We are recording. This is our second podcast, the second inaugural podcast of the D.C. Defenders uh, defending the district. Yes, uh, sir. We have you uh, finally you finally figured out our name. Finally found that out. <laughs> we got uh, we got Johnny. Yes, sir. And uh, sandwich Todd. And we're ready to really ready to ready to rock and roll. We're getting some we're getting some great feedback from people on. Uh, on the first podcast, it is uh, up on SoundCloud um, and Spotify and soon to be iTunes. Uh, so I suspect that if you're listening to it, you found it on one of those vehicles. Yeah, uh, or Todd texted it to you. <laughs> yeah, I literally went through every single person on my phone. I'm like, podcast is up. It's live. Uh, so thanks for uh, thanks for listening. We're getting some really great feedback. And um, <clears throat> one of the biggest pieces of feedback last year was, or last year, last week was, um, that it was a little long, so we're gonna try to keep it short or shorter, and uh, you know, we'll just we'll just fire away. Yeah, so why don't we just dive into it? Yeah, then, let's brother. dive into yeah. it. Let me let me tell you something. Saturday was electric. Okay, you've used that word a couple of times. I'm not Saturday lie. was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, we started off. I cooked for um, Joey Pats, uh, Angela. Saul McMahon, uh, the lovely Sarah, the lovely Sarah, uh, Kitty Cat, ooh, Cat Mom style, Kitty Cat stopped by, um, and uh, Ryan Powers and his lovely bride Kelsey made uh, entirely way too much food, as you, you as one does when they think there's going to be a celebration. Yeah, yeah. I had thirty six eggs. Uh, uh, three pounds of bacon, two pounds of breakfast Dude, what, sausage. Eight people, thirty six fucking eggs. I know, I know. <laughs> I went a little overboard with that, um, but uh, I, I made a gallon of sausage gravy. Entirely. So too where's much the other that. three quarters of a gallon of sausage gravy? It is actually uh, in the drainage pipe uh, somewhere in Shaw. Oh, you just dumped it out. Yeah, yeah. kind of like you left all that dying meat in the attic at Jake's. <laughs> it was <laughs> outside, man. Oh, it was outside. God. I opened that thing up, I don't know, a month after you left that there. I was like, oh, oh. It, was, yeah. it was literally the smell of death. Yeah, I, I, actually, um, I actually gagged like seven times when I was throwing it out behind Jake's. <laughs> well, the good Just thing. rotted, <laughs> rotted moose meat oh, and God. hot dogs from oh, the, from the FedEx game oh, with the, when the God. pass came down. All right, so you guys had breakfast and then... Uh, we had breakfast and then, and then we made our way over to uh, the soft sands of the Anacostia River. It's a beautiful uh, place. Yeah, beautiful. And uh, went to Audi Field. First time in Audi. Um, the, they were not at all prepared for the crowd that they got. For the immense response. Huge. To the XFL. Washington is a, is, a, is a huge football city. We've had a terrible football team in the NFL for many years, and I think that the city's getting a little excited about the, uh, the D.C. Defenders. Yeah, I, I mean, it was, it was insane. And... Um, they av- uh, there were 17,133 people at the game. That's uh, just slightly below average for uh, the D.C. United. Yeah, so, you know. Now, now, will this be like everyone's excited first week and then it's going to fizzle or is it going to grow? I guess that's the... That's the, that's the real question. Week two is, is, is really where, where things are going to... Um, where where things are really going to pick up? I mean, I was on StubHub today. Now, would you would you believe StubHub on Saturday for the game? The cheapest ticket was two hundred dollars, and it was in our section. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense though, because you could have gone to the, the they weren't all sold out, so you could have just gone to the box office and bought a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> yep. For twenty five yeah, bucks for, or whatever. So. The, no, but it, it, this is the thing. A lot of <laughs> a lot of younger people they they just go on their their phones. They don't even know there's a box office at the stadium. Yeah. There, there, there literally is one, like right there. Yeah, right when you. Right and they when you're weren't charging you two hundred bucks to go sit. You know, no, no, no. Because um, the stadium didn't fill up. They would have loved it if it filled up. And honestly, if if some of those StubHub tickets weren't so expensive, a lot of people at the bar that watched the game with me were dissuaded from going down to the the park because they're like, I'm not paying two hundred bucks for an XFL game. Yeah, you know. Yep. Which wasn't the actual ticket price. I think you could still get a twenty five thirty dollar ticket if you wanted to. StubHub today twenty nine dollars. Right now. For Saturday. But not game day. Yeah, exactly. Because everyone was trying to make that, you know, that last minute. Because the game was at 2 o'clock, right? So 2 o'clock, yeah. There's people just hanging out around, like, doing brunch around 1. Like, oh, maybe we'll go to the game. And then, then they got on their phones and, you know, StubHub gives you this atrocious, you know, 
pricing of two hundred dollars, and no one's going to go for that for some, for an untested product in the XFL. So, and you know, what else was untested was the fact that every single concession stand had a fucking line of forty people in there. Yeah, so you you were saying that that they just weren't they, they just had weren't they, ready, had, man. they had they didn't run out of anything, but they didn't have enough staff. Didn't have nearly enough staff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, what what they didn't know, just like none of us knew what to expect. I'm sure the stadium didn't know what to expect. I do know though that at 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 busier soccer matches at at Audi Field, I find that I go up to Heineken Bar because that's the easiest way to get a drink. Those 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 concourse concessions are always a little yeah. busy. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was it was a nightmare, and there was nobody walking up and down the uh, the 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 stairs selling loose beers. Yeah. There was I, I only saw like two hawkers. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And they and they weren't and they weren't going in the stands. So who knows? I mean, it, the demographic between soccer people and football people are completely different. Yeah, soccer is not as much of a boozing yeah. event. And in fact, I uh, I saw a Liverpool game in Anfield last April, uh, and they don't let you drink when you're sitting down. You have to go to a concourse and drink. Oh my gosh. So like when you're watching the match, it's not customary to have a beer in your hand. You're not. It's like you're not allowed. So if you really need a beer or a smoke or anything, like you have to leave the match. And the way soccer goes, it's just it's all continuous play. There's no timeouts. Or yeah, anything. something could happen. In, in uh, yeah, you don't want to miss anything. Yeah. So you just don't drink. You drink a little bit before, and then you go to the pubs afterwards. Interesting. Now, meanwhile, I was a smooth, smooth, eighty-eight fluid ounces of Tecate deep by halftime. Yeah, I could tell you did you did some damage by the time you got to Jake's afterwards. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, uh, we we yeah we went a little. It was a celebration. Yeah. I mean, it, it's the inaugural game of the XFL. Well, it was the second iteration. Yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, of the XFL. Second but iteration. Still, yeah, I mean, it, uh, listen, it looked, it looked from from the television looked like a regular football game. I mean, of course, the players weren't, you know, they're not the names you know, and just like just like the first game of any NFL season, people are just still kind of like figuring their, their teams out. Yep. So there was a little bit of of weird stuff, but I thought that second. Especially for the defenders, the second second half looked really good. Some solid yeah, football se- was played. The se- second half was was solid, and and, and we're going to get into that in a in a second. But um, I mean, just to wrap up the experience, we met uh, these two brothers in front of us. They gave uh, one guy gave his brother for his birthday season tickets. Yeah. So they're going to every single game. Um, we're there, um, obviously. Uh, what else? Um, you were saying the pro shop was nice, though. Pro shop was super nice, pretty well stacked. Yeah, they stocked, were. Rather. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked like that they were selling out of, uh, of everything. I went there in a t-shirt, unfortunately, um, because I figured I'd buy something, and they were out of sweatshirts, so I wind up buying this egregiously priced uh, quarter zip that you know I look like I'm on the sidelines as a coach, but um, it was solid. It was it was solid all around, and besides the besides the concessions, people were going crazy. The only issue is, is that no one knows what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Even those of us who studied the rules had no fucking idea what was going on. Yeah, which kind of segues into into watching it with the broadcast availability. Yeah, so tell me what it was like. I mean, yeah, I, I met up with you the next day to 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 we, watch the, yeah, the Guardians the other, game. The other but two what games. was it like when you were first well, the, when the, you were first watching? It was very bizarre because you get used to um you get used to the the feel and the flow of of NFL football and the way you watch it on TV, so much so that I've only been to like a handful of live games under that uh, in NFL, but uh, I watch every week, you know. So the first thing that I noticed is they interview constantly. It's insane. It is. It's it's initially jarring. Like like they. <laughs> They went up to uh, to our, our our quarterback, and he's throwing the ball, and he's trying to like loosen up, so he's moving <laughs> around. And the and 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 the and the the interview person, the on field commentator, or whatever, is like trying to shove a microphone into his face while he's trying to throw a football and loosen his arm up. It just looked absurd. The best was you you told me that uh, that the sideline reporter went up to our kicker after oh, he missed after a, he missed that, <laughs> that twenty five yard chip shot. You want to talk about missing a field? Oh, goal so there? what's that like missing your first ever try at the field? How the fuck do you think it feels, lady? <laughs> Probably shitty. That's why I didn't make it to the NFL, and now I'm gonna get kicked out of the XFL. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All one thousand dollars I made this week, pretty fucking sweet. Although, man, I'll tell you what. Um, 
he drilled that 55 well, the 50 yarder. Five, it looked perfect right right in between literally fucking, couldn't it couldn't have gone yeah, better no, uh, I mean, later in the game so maybe it was just jitters and shit but yeah yeah um and the other weird thing that we both noticed together on on sunday is well there's a couple things like you can actually listen to the coaches call the plays which is just goes against everything in the nfl trying to hide you know h yeah h and they're still covering their mouths, but it's on the live Daytona, broadcast. You don't Daytona. think? I mean, I don't know what the rules is for the coaches on the sidelines. You don't think someone's listening to that? Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I don't maybe, know because we were we were trying to figure that out in the moment. Like, what? I mean, yeah, you have to imagine that if this was the NFL, they'd have people. I mean, they'd have like snipers over and like hanging out at some tree somewhere. Oh, absolutely. To, I mean, trying to listen to what was going on. That, that would never be acceptable. No. Never be acceptable. But that's we found out watching two full games on Sunday um, on a slower date at the bar so we could, we could actually watch the whole games uh, that they really just don't – like they're, they're trying to give you so much more insight into the, into the production of a football game. Yeah. With like the, the review judges mic'd up. With cameras on them, dude. The guy's on a fucking Xbox. Yeah, just scrolling through. Scrolling the, uh, through the, the, the replay. The replay. Richard Liu re- replay. And, and by that. the way, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the reason why Todd and I are a podcast, not video podcast, is because we're not. We don't have the look for television. Neither do these people. No. You know what I mean? Like they don't. They're, they're all huddled over these like old nerdy guys studying like football plays. Wow. Well, you know, and they got uh, these quiet like you know mousy voices. Like and their mics are low. So when you're watching the game on like from the television, there's a lot of dead air when yeah. these guys are communicating because they're not radio broadcasters or television broadcasters. So they don't know how to clear that that empty space quickly so that it flows better. So a lot of that I, I did not like. I, it was interesting the first time to get a kind of window in, but what I would like to see going forward is that, okay, we did it, we tried it, mm-hmm. let's just not. Did, let's leave it to the professionals to, to, to fill up airtime. Did anyone see fucking Vince McMahon anywhere? I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't think they showed him. Was he in D.C.? I don't know. No. I mean, I mean he, he, he may have been. I mean, he should have been in D.C. Here. I mean, now, I watched the whole intro, like, you know... Um, uh, at the bar with sound on, and, and we were paying attention. They didn't, I didn't notice, but also I was working, so my yeah. back was the TV half the time, so I, I don't know exactly yeah. if, if they showed him or not. Now, did you have many people that were, uh, that, that came to Jake's for the game? I mean, I know that there was... <laughs> no. No, okay. Yeah. I, no. That's, no. I mean, I know that there was a uh, Virginia Who's game on afterwards, so I, that got a little busy. Yeah, we got some people in for that, and that, that was good, but, uh, you know, <laughs> I mean... I, nobody came for the XFLs, but yeah. uh, except for um, uh, Cropman came in for the. No, he actually came in for the Who's, I think. Oh, Kyle? No, no, I think he maybe. You mean, came. you mean Crouch? No, Kyle. 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 Yeah, I think he came in. Maybe he, he sent me a text. He goes, "I love how they're just absolutely catering to the degenerate gamblers because they put. <laughs> well, they have the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have the line and the over under right yeah. on the screen. So I think he he might have uh, he might have. He was there. I, I don't know if he came for. He maybe just came to come. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but he, later on, after and he the, loves that breakfast sandwich. He does love the breakfast sandwich. Uh, I think that the second half was filled up with who's uh, basketball, so yeah. we were busy for that. People, I had the game. on. I kept the sound on for the XFL and didn't put it on for the who's. <laughs> I love it because we're the premier. Pre- the, the Jake Stafford, the premier, premier location DC defenders. Bar in the district, so uh, you know. Even if I'm the only one watching, we are the premier. We got we got to start strong. That's it. Stick That's to it. our stick to our guns. You know, I was trying to um, uh, the the crowd at the game itself was very much a younger crowd too. Yeah, um, there wasn't. It was like a lot of twenties and thirty year olds. Like I didn't see really many any you know blue hairs. Yeah, I I, f- I feel like it's literally catering to not necessarily f- huge football fans yeah. but in DC we have a lot of these 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 you know basically 20 something to 30 something kids that have a lot of free time on their hands and a saturday afternoon when it's cold and kind of like nothing really going on and expendable income right and, yeah and expendable income cuz there's some decent jobs here yeah um and there's DC's a huge drinking culture and sports are a part of the drinking culture and especially football so i think that people are like well, there's a lot of people who say screw it let's just try it out you know, yeah, and and there's more than one group group of people that I know got season tickets, so this is going to be a repetitive thing. I don't know if it's going to be as big of an event as it was this week. Yeah, it was just badass. I mean, the the whole thing and what 
what made me feel good is that uh, we also had Joey Pats there, and um, he, he and his family are twenty year season ticket holders yeah. at the Patriots, Patriots Foxborough. Yeah. So he knows the ins and outs on 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 what to do by way of tailgating and you know how to position yourself for the game and all that stuff. So yeah, so that was and that was that was that was pretty awesome. Um, I did see one kid. Um, it is very much the wild, wild west because one kid was drinking a tecate, mm-hmm. fell over the railing, you know, like a five, five foot onto the field, onto the field. All right, good for right? him. Picks up his beer <laughs> and then just f- goes and, right back to his seat. And how did how did security react to this? Uh, uh, not nothing. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, nothing at all. He really. didn't get kicked out. It wasn't. Nope. A- wasn't. There wasn't even so much as a verbal warning. <laughs> So it's just uh, it's debaucherous. It's fun. Um, it's it's still pretty expensive. Thirteen dollar beers. Yeah, I mean that's not cheap. No, you know I mean no, it, no, no. if you come to Jake's, they're seventeen dollar beers. <laughs> seventeen dollars, you can get a bucket tip and pay tax on that, and get a bucket of five beers. What are you right. talking about? That's it, baby. Um, yeah, I I assumed that it would probably be a bunch of younger people like it was. I didn't think it was going to fill up like it did. I'm yeah. happy it did. I'm happy a lot of people bought, you know, jerseys and 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 hats and and, and the such and the that guy that dressed up like a knight. I mean, he 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 cultivated that outfit for this event. Yeah. And he's now become kind of famous if you guys uh if you guys follow DC Defenders or XFL on social media, there's been a couple pictures of him. And he gave um uh for the well, he didn't, but uh the team for the first 10,000 people that came to the stadium. They gave out foam shields. Yeah, which I thought were actually going to be metal shields. I thought I that they were going to be disappointed that it was, or at least plastic would have been better than foam. But whatever. I mean, it, so so Saul McMahon is downstairs. Okay. Well, so uh, do you want me to go grab Saul? We McMahon? could just hit pause. Okay. Well, we're back yeah, with we're back Saul McMahon. With, with with Saul McMahon. Saul. Hey, hey. How does it feel to be uh, to be on the? Uh, the the premiere uh, podcast for uh, the DC Defenders. I mean, it's so important that I was late by twenty minutes. So you know you, that shows how much I love you guys. Yeah, you had a dinner. I mean, you know, uh, give, g- give yourself a nickel's worth of. You know. That's true, but I'm happy to be here. Um, what do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about like the let's get into let's what get, was different? Let's get into the differences between the NFL and the XFL yeah. and the rules, the the gameplay, and how and how we think it's going to pan out through the rest of the season. So we didn't see a lot of some of the more. We never saw an overtime. We never saw. Like a double forward pass, I don't think. No. We did have that flea flicker, but that looked pretty lateral. The, the far and away thing to me that was the biggest difference was every time there was a touchdown, the what are they going to do? People were sta- uh, cheering. Was it like go for three, go, go for four, three. three, go for three? And I think and across the board, the league, nobody went for two or three uh, all, all we, weekend. It was definitely more ones. I think we had a couple twos to start off our game, though, right? They, we they, tried they, for, but didn't, didn't yeah, convert. They attempted them and, and it didn't work out. Yeah, no, exactly. They were not having any luck. All right, so I looked this up because I, I was curious. Like, There's got to be a mathematical answer to, for this, right? Like, What is, in a vacuum, the most efficient way to go? And so it turns out, thanks to Ben Fisher of uh, Sports Business Journal, he tweeted out that the XFL, they did some preseason games and they did these tests. And I don't know how big the sample size is, but what the XFL said was that essentially the from the two-yard line, the one-point conversion had a 50% success rate. Uh, then the two-point conversion from the five had a 30%, and then the five-point from the 10 had only a 10%. So if you do a little math, and just like basically if you were to spread this out over Do they literally have teams try it out over and over again and, do, and get that, data? That only equals 90. What, what happened to the other 10%? <laughs> 50, 30, and 10. No, no, no. They, those don't add up. Those are three separate oh. things. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. no, no. So, One does not add, add up to another, Todd. It's yeah, just, you yeah, have yeah. that. Uh, yeah. Not on Sesame yeah. Street. Yeah, yeah. But so, like, so, okay. So, if this is right, and I'm not saying it is, but if this is right, if you were to spread that out over 100, uh, you know, attempts, that would mean if you went for one point over 100 times, you would expect 50 points. If you went two, you would get 60. For three, you would only get 30 points. That Ooh. makes sense to me. I mean, th- the three pointer should be a desperation move. You're going for essentially a field goal. There should be a really low odds of completion. Does that so make sense? Increased risk doesn't actually mean increased reward for the for the three-pointer except unless it's in a desperation situation well except for the two like the the expected points value is higher at two than one so in mm. a vacuum these teams should all be going for two not one that yeah. extra two and a half yards is not worth 
50% of the reward being lopped off. Yeah. So the NFL, I, I was also looking at, at uh, NFL data. And essentially, if you were to look at like third down or fourth and third and goal and fourth and goal uh, situations, mm. the numbers are a little bit different, but kind of similar. It's, you know, the two pointers, uh, about 50%. So that's about the same for them going for three or I'm sorry, going for two is even higher. So the one pointer is about the same going for two is even higher. You're getting like 70 points out of 100 tries. And they also have going for three giving you 60 points out of 100 tries. So potentially there's, there's a lot of variance on going for three, going from a ten, like a, basically a fourth and goal at the 10 situation. I don't know if it's the bells too hearted, but I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get a little <laughs> fucking woozy on these percentages. So, all right, the moral of the story is yeah. this. You should go for two. You should not go for one. It, obviously, it depends on the situation. You know, if you're down by one, obviously, you, maybe you just want to tie the game. But for a slight drop in your chance of getting it, you're getting, you're risking double the reward. Got it. So everyone should go for two. We should stop being so cautious and uh, stop trying to go for these single points after a touchdown. Well, it was it was interesting watching because <clears throat> the DC game, it's, it didn't seem like they were converting very very well. No. But there was a couple other games during during the uh, the weekend where one of the I forget which team, but they scored almost every single one of their conversions. Yeah. So they had like a twenty one point score at one point because they they got three touchdowns and three uh, three mm. points after, which. I I like the idea that you're only guaranteed six, and now a field goal is so important because it's really like a third of a score now. Exactly a third of a score. Yeah. yeah, it's funny because they were talking so much about increasing scores, increasing excitement, when it seems kind of ironically they're going to depress the scores with these extra points, right? But by making it harder to just get that extra automatic one, you're going to lower the scores, but it is way more exciting. I mean, after every touchdown, we were all basically standing, excited for the choice, was, excited for the play. Awesome. And, go for three, go yeah, for yeah, three, go for go, three. Go for three, because you just didn't know. And where, where our seats are positioned, we literally have amazing, uh, amazing vantage point of, you know, the, the what am I trying to say? The, the end zone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, this bell's too hard. Maybe it's because I went for You've a run had or whatever. one. I've, I've had half a one. Jesus. Um, well, I thought I love that analysis, and I and I like that that's that's st- statistical information. Um, wh- one of the other things I really liked, and I think I'm I'm kind of thinking maybe the NFL should do as well is the way the kickoffs work. That it it seems so much fun. There was a really good kickoff. The kickoffs are badass. You know, it's a little it's safer for the players, and there's a moment for a big is a more likelihood for a big play because you could, it's basically two lines of people, a kicker and a receiver. Receiver gets the ball always, mm-hmm. and then you know, you if you can find a way your special teams to break a hole in the other line, you can break open and get a big play. So okay, well this is what I was going to drop on you guys. I've not given you a heads up, but I wanted oh, to play no. a wanted to play a little game, which I'm just going to call Witch FL because I'm not very creative. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the options of the rules in the NFL, the XFL, and the CFL, the Canadian Football League. You have to say which ones you prefer. All right, Saul, we're not from Canada, so we won't know those rules. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain them. Don't worry. Let's start with the kickoff. That's this perfect. Is not, this is not good. No, it's good. not good for us. No, no. All right, you're starting your own league. Yep. So you can have the XFL kickoff rules, which exactly, you have, the, you have the two lines really close to each other. You can't start moving until the ball is kicked. And the idea the ball is, is that, caught. I'm sorry, the ball is caught. That's right. Or you have the NFL system, which we all know, right? Like yeah. you're, you're far apart and you're running at each other and all that. Or you have the CFL system. Would they just give the other team the ball politely? No. 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 <laughs> no the, the CFL system is, it's like the NFL system. It's kicked off and all that, except there's no fair catches. You cannot fair catch. So you, you can just have, rip someone's fucking head off? No. Here's, so th- this is the other rule. They're polite. Is that there's, there's a five-yard halo, they call it. You can't get within five yards of the ball until it's picked up by the player. Whoa. So you, ha- you have to run it back. I mean, essentially, you know, and you, but you can't like just you have you can't just slam. The so it's a penalty if a defender uh, gets within five yards of the receiver. You can run up to within five yards of the ball, but you can't go and tackle a guy or do anything until he actually picks up the ball. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah, I kind of like that. I kind of like the CFL one too. Yeah, I kind of like that. Fuck Canada. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what's yours? Are you going XFL? I, 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 I go XFL every time. I mean, I thought. The opportunity, maybe because it's new, and I like new, fresh-smelling things. Yeah. 
But uh, well, you're certainly not new. Or well, fresh no, I'm old and dirty. Um, but I think I think the NFL it, rarely do you get a big play, and I think the whole point of the XFL, what they're trying to do at least, is give you an opportunity for a big play. Yeah, and an ex- exciting offense. What I found ironic about the whole way they're trying to set up the league and the way it looked, especially the last game on on Sunday. Yeah, it's a lot of defense. Yeah. Very defense. little offense. It was a little disappointing. Not, not gonna lie. I'm going to give you another one. This is uh, from behind the line of scrimmage. Okay. So the NFL, everyone has to be set. Yep. You can have one guy moving laterally, right? Uh, the XFL, basically the same, but you got the two forward passes as long as it's behind the line of scrimmage. And then you got the CFL where you can have anyone in motion and you can have people running forward. You can basically get a head start running towards the line of scrimmage when the Wait, ball is uh, any offensive play? Yep. So you could have a kickoff kind of like energy, like, I could have a guy a, fifteen yards behind the, just starting to run. Get a traditional his CFL play will start with the quarterback goes into shotgun. He will motion the receivers forward. They will start running. Then he'll snap the ball before they hit the line of scrimmage, so they're already in a full stride by the time the ball is snapped. I don't know I, why the the XFL I didn't adopt like that this. too. I like yeah. that Jesus, for are excitement. Trying, are you trying to convince us that Canada is a better country? <laughs> yeah, this is a CFL podcast Socialist now. <laughs> are there any other? Uh, Examples of CFL, XFL, I got NFL. two more. Okay. Yeah, very well. yeah, yeah, do one. I, right. would, I would, I would, I'm, I'm down with the CFL on that one as well. That's, that seems like I'd like to see what it looks like, you know. All right, so I'm gonna do two. We got weird points, I'm calling this one. Okay, the NFL, we already know how the conversions work. You go, you get kicked for one, or you can go for two. The XFL, which we already just talked about on the two, the five, or the ten, mm-hmm. worth one, two, three points, or there's the CFL, which has the rouge. Where you I'm can sorry? the rouge, it's worth a single point, and you can kick the ball through the end zone, or if you kick it into the end zone and they don't run it back out, you get a single point for that. And the reason this is important, <laughs> Dodd's face. Uh, the the reason this is important is because if you kick it into the end zone and you take and you just like you're the defending team and you take a you take a rouge. You get a the ru- ball out at the 35-yard line. A ru- that's, a, that's, that's, that's a touchback. French for red. Well, sort of, yeah. Oh, then, then, thank you there. I know what the French fuck swap. rouge means, you asshole. No, you guys look very confused. <laughs> no, I'm confused. I'm confused why, why Canadians are trying to make this shit more complicated. Oh, because this is, the other stra- <laughs> this is all in the strategy. You either t- give up a point and take the ball at the 35-yard line, or you try to run it out. Maybe you get tackled at the five, but you don't give up a point. So this is a whole other part of the CFL mm. that's not here. Okay. Yeah, I'm fine with the XFL. I'm fine with the NFL on that one. What? Really? You so you so prefer you the like kick the conversions to the... in the XFL? The what? You don't like the two, the one, two, and three point conversions in the XFL? Oh, I thought we were talking about. Uh, uh... Oh no! You pick one of the three. We were. We're talking about how the conversions are being done. Then one, two, and three. Yeah, I like XFL. Yeah. Okay. What if there was like a... I got a little lost there. Uh, I'm, a, I'm aware. I'm aware, <laughs> I'm aware that you were lost in the city of Z right there. I kind of wish there was like a hybrid where you could kick for a one, but also the NFL had some version of a three-point play. Well, that's what John and I were talking about yesterday, is that wouldn't it be great if the NFL actually went forward with something that's very similar to this? Yeah, like if they responded to the XFL. Totally, and we're like, you know what? This actually is kind of cool. It makes sense. And when you have the the NFL caliber players... It's going to be solid. All right. This is the best one. This is the best one. Okay. Overtime. This is, I, I feel very passionately about this. About right. Canadians being the best. Well, no, no, no. Just about the NFL being the worst. Because the NFL system, we all know, it's a coin flip. If you get the ball first and you score a touchdown, you win. You get a field goal. The other team gets a chance. I'm not a fan of that at all. Then there's the XFL, which we talked. Oh, the XFL. Have you guys talked about the shootout system in the XFL I don't yet? think I, I, don't think awesome. I, even, I don't so, even know. For people who don't realize, the XFL has recreated the hockey-style shootout where you get you have one team who will take a shot at the end zone from the five yard line, one shot. Then the other team Oh, we have talked about this. Yeah, takes yeah. a shot from their five and it goes back and forth up to five times. And whoever has scored the most wins, and if it's tie, you keep going basically round after round. We haven't seen this yet. It's gonna be incredible. It's gonna be it awesome. It sounds amazing. Dude, I cannot wait for this shit. Here's so, my hot take on that. I don't believe that that will happen this year. Because I don't think these coaches are strategically planning for this scoring system to have games seem tied. 
you know the what one, I mean? The one, two, three doesn't make it wonkier. You don't have traditional scores yeah. in the same way. Where like you just seven, know how 14, much. Or, like yeah, anytime yeah, there's ten. a safety in a game, it fucks up the scoring. Where like you yeah. either win or lose. Yeah. And I think with that with that two point conversion, you're given a lot of safety options. Well, our game was nineteen to thirty one. Let's. When's the last 32. time you saw a nineteen? No, it's thirty one. When's the last 30, time you saw a nineteen thirty one? No, thirty one. Yeah. You're not a fan. Wow. <laughs> When's the last time you saw that score in the NFL? Like, I don't how think would you I've even get to that? Seen thirty one points. Okay, all right. The CFL. I thought it was thirty two. The CFL, yeah. it's closer to the XFL. You get a full set of downs from the 35. And you try to you try to score as many points as you can. You get a field goal, that's three. You get a touchdown, that's seven. Or, you know, whatever. Six, I guess. Now, to the next point. Then it goes to the other team. They get a full set of downs, from and the, they get a turn. From the 35 again. But you have to, you have to score the touchdown and kick the extra point? No, nah, I don't think they do the extra point. Yeah, okay. So then the, it's the other team's turn. And if you score the same amount... And it continues. If you score more, you win. If you score less, you lose. So it's basically a shootout, only instead of just one shot at a time, you get a full set of downs from the 35. Huh. I would like to see the XFL live. Yeah. I know. Um, I think the XFL has the highest potential for entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, would, I, think, yeah, I think it would be awesome. I would yeah. put this, the, the CFL second. I think the NFL system of still having a coin toss be so important. And giving such an advantage it makes, over it makes, it makes no sense. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. Just if you're going to do it that way, like have it so that even if the team that wins the toss scores a touchdown, the other team still gets a chance yeah. at possession. Yeah. Now, um, obviously, we're we're saving kind of this this segment for analysis. I want to talk about a couple of things that we saw with with uh, with the defenders. First of all, Cardell Jones. You could see that that guy is the real deal. I mean, he's a good uh, quarterback. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Okay. Is this another hot take? No, I said he's like the big Ben of, of, of the XFL. I mean, he's a big, strong guy. He's got a good arm. It's hard to take him down. You know, he, 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 he passes well under extreme pressure from what mm-hmm. I can see from that game. But uh, do you think he could play in, 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 in the NFL? It doesn't matter if I think he can. He's not playing in the NFL. Well, that's my point, though. It's like, yeah. are we comparing him to the XFL? Yes, he's the best quarterback in the XFL. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I thought he looked good. Uh, Saul, what do you think? I mean, he had a few incredible plays. I don't know. Their offense was not clicking for a big it was not. that game. The whole first but half was also, terrible. Yeah. To be honest with you, it looked like, I mean, the, the, the Seattle was, was defense was, was smothering. Saul and I were sweating out our, our bets in the first <laughs> half. Oh. You know, I got it at minus eight. Saul got it at, at minus nine. Yeah, I'm not a degenerate gambler, so uh, it was an all-time cover for like me that. because they kicked the field goal. <laughs> oh, I love it. This is the best. I'm gonna get. Oh my here. god, they they kicked the field goal. Seattle does to bring it within nine, and I'm like, all right, well now I'm screwed. But then uh, they roughed the kicker, so they got an extra five yards off of that, and then went for it and got stopped. I think he threw an interception at the goal line there. And uh, I could totally forgot. I'm sitting there thinking it's a it's a nine point game. I need DC to score. Until finally I look up and realize, oh yeah, they, they negated that field goal. I'm good. And that was the final score. That's yeah, how, that's how I remember it was a uh, twelve in the end. Yeah. Oh, you know, it was it was almost as good as as the bad beat that I had last night with the Celtics. Oh, that was terrible. One eleven <laughs> to one oh eight. Right. Yeah. Two seconds left in the fucking fourth quarter. And I, I forget who they were playing. Wait, the Celts were up four, and they scored a three, so you did, you lost by half a point, right? I lost by half a point yeah, because yeah. the line was one and one a half. And a half. Yeah. Well, listen. Um, and I back, just started yelling, fuck! Back to fuck. XFL. Yeah, no sorry. one cares about your fucking game um, or your betting failures. Uh, defense I thought, and special teams really de- won Defense and special teams were exceptional throughout the entire game. The offense did pick up in the, in the third and fourth quarter, which, you know, it'll be interesting to see, like, week three and four, Excuse me, once these teams start getting to know each other, mm. uh, if it becomes more of a cohesive football play. But I thought, honestly, for what it's worth for a new football league right after the Super Bowl, I thought it was thoroughly entertaining. Uh, I enjoyed all the... I did not enjoy the last game on Sunday. It was a little boring, not any points. Um, Renegades versus Battle Hawks. Yeah, yeah, Dallas versus St. Louis. I did not think that was entertaining. But how many times have you seen a crappy NFL game? It's just because there's so many teams and there's so many great games that are potentially there, you know. Yeah, three out of four ain't bad. Yeah, three out of three out of four ain't bad. So, all in all, I think the league is 
is doing what they're, they 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 want to do, which is getting people interested and excited about longer longer living football throughout the well, year. And also, I mean, you know, I think it was seventeen thousand one hundred sixty three at Audi Field here. Uh, it looked professional. There were no snafus. Watching, you know, what I could of the other games, it looked like there were big crowds. It looked like a just a professional product. Like it doesn't look like this is run out of the back of Vince McMahon's you know basement here. It looks like they're really putting resources behind this in a way that has got to be got to make people feel good for the long term prospect of this. I'm league. thinking about the conversation we've had right now, and we're we're about 35 minutes in, and I think. One thing our three fans might get angry about is we don't know our players very well. We know Cardale Jones. I don't know anyone else to talk oh, about oh, their play. Oh, well, you bite your tongue, young man, because I, after last week, right, I sent the podcast to a friend, and uh, he actually sent <laughs> sent me back a quote that says, uh, this is great analysis. We don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> So I spoke with Ottawa Liz today, actually. Oh, yeah. And she goes, um, you know, I've done podcasts. She's like, I've done radio for a long time. Um, this, You guys you have like a niche market. You, you should probably know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Come on, come on, come on. Time. Yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, I mean, there's always next year. Now, in researching what I, what I do know about the Defenders, which, albeit, is not much. <laughs> <laughs> We're so bad at this. Car- Guys, at least pretend. I was ready to front, you know. Cardell Jones. He, dude, listen, Saul came in with notes, typed notes, printed out. That's true. Uh, he came prepared. I, I, I had some things on my phone. We went over them. We were a little bit more professional in the beginning, talking about the game experience uh, from the stadium and in the bar. But um, when it comes to actually got down to gameplay, I don't know. I just – I. I don't know the players. I, I thought that our quarterback Eli Rogers good. clearly had a connection. I mean, that's true. they were that's true. Aw- like the, the two of them. Like freaking frack. Yeah, that was the one that really stood out. Like it was just every time it seemed like there was a huge player. Eli Rogers. But can you name him. a player on defense that did anything for us? Campbell. Joe Campbell. That what blocked the punt? His name is Joe. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, just guessing. Guys, we're fucking making this up as we go along. I got another stat for you actually about sure. the kickoff thing. Yeah. So, there were thirty six percent of kickoffs that were returned in the NFL last year. And this is one of the things XFL wanted to obviously put a lot of emphasis into changing. Well, after the first week, there were 35 kickoffs this weekend. 32 were returned. Wow. So we went from about a third to north of 90%. North that 90%. is yeah. exactly what they were hoping for. Which I thought was, was one of the more exciting parts. And all the yeah. commentators on TV were talking about it as well. It's making this game more interesting, more fun, more fun for the fans, and probably more fun for the team. It, it's probably better to not be running at each other, being afraid you're going to get your head knocked off, but to have a strategic, like, kind of offensive-defensive line prep yeah. for, the, for the returner, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, it's, it's far more interesting because, I mean, we would all snooze through kickoffs for the most yeah. part. I wish they could find some way to make the two forward passes – Thing, an integral part of the game, and maybe they will. I think, just just played, different... I, I think everyone played the week one conservative. Yeah. When yeah. it came to when it came to all well, except for the double flea flicker. I was about but to say, except for the double flea flicker that was, you know, I was like, oh, they're going with the flea. Oh, it's the double flea flicker. Yeah, but you see that in the NFL too, you know. I mean, yeah. Like I want first I game see... out of that out of the game. The Ravens, though, the Ravens so do a lot of that kind of stuff. So do the Saints, don't they? Not maybe not the Saints, but yeah, the Ravens suck. Well. But like imagine, anyway. like imagine, you know, like put this in NFL terms, like you know, imagine Tom Brady is, you know, throws to Julian Edelman in the slot there, and you know, you've got these uh, defenders who are like five, six. But it's like back, after a long play, just action, waiting. So, yeah. Well, yeah, but no, instead, instead, it looks like he's going to run. Instead, he just hucks the ball forward. I mean, that's something you could do legally in the XFL. You can throw forward to a guy who's basically right at the line of scrimmage, and then he can throw it forward again. Now, I don't know how you would dress that up and how you would use that to, to your make advantage. that receiver so open that he doesn't he doesn't get knocked on his face as soon as he gets the ball you need to, to so again. you need to get that guy open and then you need to get you know and then you need to get someone downfield open obviously but i don't know i think that there's like, i mean just look at how much the nfl leans on flea flickers on these you know just these lateral motions before the snap and or and even after the snap, it just seems like it's waiting there there's so much potential and we haven't seen it explored at all yet yeah, I mean, well, I will be interested to see uh, after this season finishes, and it's only eight, eight weeks, right? Ten weeks. Um, I would like to see if 
if anything changes in the NFL based on the success of oh, what yeah. the XFL does. Well, okay, and let's 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 make this local for a second. Yeah. Let's 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 get ahead of ourselves and say the defenders win it all. Okay. We yeah, will be Title Town. Title Town right now. Title Town. Really? WNBA yeah, so at, Stanley Cup. WNBA Stanley Cup World Series. Uh yeah. Well, at, at, what point, at what point do the Skins fans who have just had nothing but suffering since Dan Snyder took over the team, at what point do they just all go, let's just make this an XFL town. Let's make this an XFL yeah. city. It felt like, honestly, now, it was interesting because all the other games were played in larger stadiums, albeit baseball stadiums or NFL stadiums, where they only allowed the first tier open because yeah. they weren't going to sell it out. And Audi Field is built to hold about 21, 22,000. So it, we looked almost full. And you could hear this crowd noise from the TV at the Audi Field game, but at the game that they played at the Garden or at the um, MetLife MetLife Arena, like you couldn't hear anybody c- cheering because they're so far away from the the field. They really the XFL did fuck this up. They instead of just going to places like LA, they should have played all MLS stadiums though. Well, and they should have gone to all cities with tortured fan bases. <laughs> just all 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 cities all cities cities people who are Cincinnati. ready to forego the. Yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland, Detroit, Buffalo, Miami. Detroit. Oh, can you imagine? Yeah. Oh yeah, just like the All Loser League. That'd be amazing. <laughs> the, it's not the XFL; it's the ALL, the All Loser League. You, you tell me you couldn't get some Browns fans out? Oh, oh, you definitely could. Yeah, for sure. I think it's amazing that St. Louis got rid of the Rams and yet they invested in an XFL team. Yeah. And what the fuck? What the actual fuck is a battle hawk? I think it's a hawk that's ready for battle, motherfucker. So what was a, interesting? A hawk with a knife. <laughs> what was into metal, man? Uh, what, what was amazing was uh, uh, later on in the day or on Sunday, uh, I'm watching the um, Guardians play. Now the Guardians. So after last week, right, or going into week one, defenders were plus eight hundred to win the entire league. Okay, they barely won that game against Seattle. Yeah. Excuse me. Right. They they won by twelve, but they barely won that game. It was it was defense and, and, and special teams. That's what we're talking about, yeah. right? They are now plus three hundred, with the Guardians at plus three fifty. So now we are the odds-on favorite, and we just beat the worst team in the league, yeah. which are fourteen to one. The, the gambling lines are going to be really wonky on this. But this is the other thing we were talking about. We both thought we took the defenders, despite the line being high by NFL standards. We thought this was going to be a really offensive league, and there's this could be more like college, where there's a twenty point blowout. That did not happen. We were wrong. We yeah. won. We won our bets by the skin of our teeth. But this is not going to be a college style game. So, as I was saying to you, I've totally switched. If if the lines are like they are next week, where you're getting like seven, eight, nine points, I'm taking the points. Yeah, taking the points. And so what? What was really? Inter- yeah, I didn't feel like they scored enough points though. Well, no, I well mean, it they, depends they, on who scored the points. Yeah, that's how gambling works. No, no, like, no. But I thought that the the points being the total of both teams. Oh, you oh. mean the over unders? Yeah. No, no. Well, that's what we mean. Like it was it was less high scoring, and the lines were, you know, pretty big. And given that these games were tighter and lower scoring than I expected, I, that's why I would just I would take the underdog. I would take. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah if someone's yeah, laying yeah. nine points or something like that, I'm just going to take the points and bet on a closer or low scoring game, which seemed not realistic last week. And it's not that these games are low scoring. But they're much closer to but, NFL. But yeah. Saul, I'm telling you right now, I honestly think that that these games are going to start amping up next week. I think these players are getting to know each other. I think they're going to another week of practice. Yeah. They've finally played with the refs and with the timing. And I think the first thing, the first thing to sputter, or the first thing to to not jump off quickly in the NFL is offense. Offenses don't pick up until early, until later on in the yeah, season. Yeah, that's true. You know what? What else is interesting is, is that. Um, um, no, I lost my train of thought. No, uh, you're a moron. Uh, what was interesting is that yesterday, clouds, man, yeah, clouds, clouds are man. interesting. Yeah, clouds. <laughs> crop circles are beautiful things. The uh, Saturday, right, was uh, defenders. You, uh, Saul, and I bet on the defenders. You got it at nine. I got it at eight. Mm-hmm. Right, opened at six. When and did a the half. line change? It was changing all day. Wait, during the game? No, no. There's no option for live betting. Oh, yeah. Okay, I think there is though, because the, why do they put the line up on the TV, which was really interesting. Because by the way. yeah, I know, which is awesome. I think it's because um, in Vegas you can still do that live but, betting. Yeah, and t- yeah, until states make this legal. Well, right? DC's legal now, isn't it? Yeah, 
uh, not, for sports well, betting. Yeah, I mean they've approved it, but it hasn't gone into effect. So oh, okay. you kind of have to. You know, it's like work. us in weed. Yeah, you kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's you like, can get it. You won't get arrested, but it's not legal. Yeah, yeah. there's there's some workarounds, but so then I bet on the Guardians because I took our 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 idea. Yeah, they were getting three and a half points to Tampa Bay Vipers. All right, McGloin fucking murdered that team. I think you just like saying McGloin. It sounds like groin. <laughs> <laughs> My groin. Oh, McGloin. He, uh, he also chugged it truly afterwards because he's a badass motherfucker. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, but then I was originally going to take uh, uh, St. Louis because they were getting nine and a half to the Renegades, uh, Bob Stoops' uh, team. And then at the last moment, I changed my mind. I said, you know, Dallas, Bob Stoops, like, you know, I, I have a feeling that they're going to be pretty good. They took an absolute, they took a dump uh, and didn't do anything. So then Battlehawks win, and I went I, completely against our gambling philosophy, and that's not good. Well, you, you made a classic mistake of trusting your gut. And <laughs> in your situation, I would not recommend that ever. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 true. There was a there was a couple of guys at the bar, uh, Tim and uh, uh, Jason. Oh, who, shout out to Tim and Jason. Yeah, Hope you're listening this very, week, guys. Very, very nice guys. Very nice guys. And uh, they were laughing. They were laughing at me predominantly because I said that this was my best year of gambling, and I still lost a thousand dollars. Yeah. So just think about all the money you've given people over the years, just because you I'm like to try. The lines for next week. But you know, I mean, uh, I went, I went two and one with XFL. Oh, I do want to actually bring this up. Uh, we're, we're we're coming towards the end, folks. Uh, I do want to bring this one up. Uh, ESPN does not give a shit about the XFL. Correcto. You cannot, you cannot go to the app and get any information except for the, when the games are being played. There is no analysis. There is no highlights. There is nothing. And you know what? To be honest with you, I really found it to be exciting. I thought all the games, even though even the shitty St. Louis game, I thought. At least it was football, you know? And, and it's really pissing me off that there's more information on badminton, fucking badminton, than the XFL on the SBN app. I mean, it's, it's silly. Dude, yesterday we were laughing because on the TV, it says, you know, uh, Princeton defeats Cornell in wrestling. And I was like, I didn't even know Cornell had a sports program. <laughs> right? And that's what's underneath. That's like on the ticker, the ticker on, yeah, on, yeah, on, yeah. on ESPN. But they have no information on the XFL. I I know it's infuriating. If there's eighteen thousand people that go to a game and you don't give them any type of information because you don't give a shit. Ugh. All right, so I just looked it up. So it's Guardians seventeen thousand one hundred. Don't don't don't, don't over exaggerate. So it's Guardians at Defenders, and uh, it's a uh, Defenders minus three. So these are two oh, one. Oh, it's a tight game though because they're they're the other good well, team. Right? So it's two yeah, one and zero teams, and it looks like they're just saying we don't have any fucking idea what to do with this, so we'll give the defenders home what point advantage. What the fuck did they know points. last week when there was nothing? Well, <laughs> apparently very little. But no, but I mean, look, they're just basically saying. No, we covered right. Yeah, yeah. Dude, where where have you been? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We they knew something when it came to the defenders. They knew we had a good quarterback. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a bad line in the end. But uh, yeah, so they're saying minus three. They're essentially saying these are two equal teams, and we're going to give home field advantage to DC. I think you hammered DC on this one. Ah. I mean, McGloin looked good. He was throwing some frozen ropes. <laughs> uh, but the, by the way, the, one of the greatest lines. Todd might have had a, a a few beers by the time this game was on, but he's just sitting there and he's just like. Dude, McGloin's throwing frozen ropes. And I'm just like, what the fuck does that mean? Now, I, I understand it's a baseball term, but it, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, there was a... Uh, I, was, I was taking some, uh, some, some, some notes here um, during the game, and Johnny was like, we, we only have 45 minutes. Stop with the notes. Um, a, a couple of highlights. Pep Hamilton's kid came to the press conference with him. He's our coach, by the way, Paul. How old is his child? I don't know. Um, is it like a teenager? 15, yeah. Okay. Um, there was uh, lines being, uh, being thrown out like uh, um, an acrobatic catch. Yes. <laughs> I, that was a good one. That made absolutely no sense. Um, uh, Robert Lou was using the Xbox. Uh, Jerry Glanville um, was wearing a starter jacket. Well, that was Starter has sponsored that team. Are we sure of this? Yes, it had the fucking logo on it, Paul or Todd, or you mean Saul? No, Todd. Oh, um, and uh, what else did I? Oh, 
here's 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 the other thing that I have a problem with. The official hashtag of the defenders is defending the DMV. Yes. Defending DC. I don't care about Virginia. I don't care about Maryland. We own that on Twitter, by the way. <laughs> that's and that's what I was writing down. Is that maybe maybe we got to them first. Hashtag defending DC. Come on, holler at us, everybody. Defending the district. Yeah, but defending the district is too many letters on Twitter, so we're defending DC. So we own that. <laughs> got it right here. So they got to go through us if they yeah, want exactly. to right, exactly. change the logo. I like this. I think we can extort some money out of this. I would love a couple grand. They're not going to give us any more than a couple hundred bucks, let's be honest. A couple hundred dollars. I, think I would settle for a free hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I'll go with the papoose at the, at, the, at the game. Can I get a pretzel but not a stale one, please? Yeah. Oh, I had the worst pretzel there one time. Oh, oh, also tip for people going next week. Bring some cash on you because there were long lines, but uh, at least near our section, there was a beer place that was cash only, no line whatsoever. It took me 30 seconds. So grab a couple 20s before you head out to the That's game. That's a good insider tip right yeah, there. Absolutely. You yeah. will save yourself. Was like, Todd was complaining I this entire time. for the listeners. Wow. I can't just give them out to everyone. All right, guys. So our first, our biggest uh, complaint on the first one, inaugural one, was that we were going a little long. So we're going we're, we're gonna to wrap this one up right now. Any last thoughts, oh, guys? I thought you stopped recording 20 minutes ago. Oh, no. Just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, 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 giving each other the mic the entire time. Yeah. Uh, no, last thoughts. I think that um, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for this Guardians game. Um, or the DC game, the, the, uh, the defenders against the Guardians. Wow, these uh, two Christ two dude. two hearteds are kind of coming at me. Um, uh, so yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna close it up. I'm, I'm just gonna, gonna I'll, t- I'll take that mic right there. Um, <laughs> I was very impressed. You know, getting into this, we didn't know what to expect. XFL troubled history, and then you've got like the AFL and all these other wannabe leagues. Didn't know what to expect. Had a great time. Crowd was great. Product was great. I'm genuinely excited to follow this team. And uh, yeah, fuck it. Despite what we were just talking about taking the points, I'm going to take DC next yeah, week. Minus three. Jonathan, what's, uh, what are some of your final thoughts? I, I just like, I like, I think um, the product from, from, you know, the bartender watching a game with fans in the bar's perspective, which I have to do because I work those shifts every week. I'm not going to get a chance to see a game this year. Uh, I thought it was a great product. I am happy and excited to see the evolution of every single, all eight of these teams and see what they do. And uh, excited to bring a title down to back to D.C. for football. And uh, go fucking defenders, y'all. Yeah, yeah coaches, forward. two forward passes. Come on, just once. Yeah, just once. <laughs> All right, we'll say, we'll say goodbye, guys. Thank you so much. This was Defending the District, and we'll see you next week.